as we begin, let's read from 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 12 to 15. 1 Peter 1, verse 12. Therefore, I intend always to remind you of these qualities, though you know them and are established in the truth that you have. I think it right, as long as I am in this body, to stir you up by way of the reminder, since I know that the putting off of my body will be soon, as our Lord Jesus made clear to me. And I will make every effort so that after my departure, you may be able at any time to recall these things. Peter has been challenging believers to add seven qualities to their faith. Goodness, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, brotherly affection, and love. And we've briefly touched on these qualities over the past few messages. Before moving on, however, Peter has a few more words to say about these seven qualities. He begins in verse 12 with the following words. Therefore, he said, I intend always to remind you of these qualities. It was the apostle's intention that he keep these qualities before the minds of these believers. Now, notice particularly that he was going to do so despite two characteristics already in these believers. Look at what he says in verse 12. So you know them and are established in the truth that you have. And so Peter, speaking to these believers, recognizes two facts. One, these believers already knew these qualities. And two, they were established in the truth. Now, does it surprise you that Peter wanted to always remind believers of these seven qualities they were to add to their faith? Why would Peter keep on reminding them when they already knew these qualities and were established in the truth? Well, could it be that Peter knew the weakness of the flesh? He had made bold claims himself that he could not keep. He had denied Jesus Christ three times. He had abandoned him and run away when the soldiers came after him in the garden. The fact of the matter is that I can guarantee you that not one of us will ever cease to need a reminder to cultivate these qualities in our lives, no matter how long we have been with the Lord. Have you ever been in a situation where you, you were wanting to be anything but good? Have you ever needed to remind yourself of the need of self-control? Who among us doesn't need to be reminded of the need of perseverance in times of deep trial? Have you ever been hurt by a brother or sister? Did you need to remind yourself that you need to love them and demonstrate brotherly kindness? You see, Peter knew that even the spiritually mature can fall. Peter knew how easily this could happen. He also knew that even the most mature in Christ needed to keep vigilant. And it was his intention, therefore, 
to keep reminding believers of these qualities that they were to add to their faith. Now notice something else about Peter's intention here in verse 13 to remind these believers always. In verse 13, he says this, I think it right as long as I am in this body to stir you up by way of reminder. Notice that phrase, I think it right as long as I am in this body, said Peter. In other words, as long as he was alive, Peter would stir up believers by way of reminder. He would not stop as long as he has life and breath in him. It was his commitment to keep reminding believers as long as he lived. Peter is declaring his life goal here, and his life goal is to remind believers to build onto their faith. Now, it often grieves me to see believers who reach a certain place in their Christian life and stop growing. I was speaking to a gentleman one day when he told me that there was nothing his pastor could tell him that he did not already know. Well, stagnation in the Christian life is possible. There is never a time when we can stop growing and adding to our faith. If you're not perfect, then there's room to grow. And I can assure you that as you take this matter seriously, you will find no shortages of matters to deal with in your life in, and to bring under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Now, Peter doesn't just speak to new believers here. He speaks to believers of all ages and experience with the Lord. And I can see Peter reminding himself in his own personal time about the qualities that he needed to add to his faith as he found himself falling short often in his walk with the Lord. And as we pass from one stage of life to another, these qualities are challenged afresh. I watch my parents facing old age and recognize that they too need reminder. When our body doesn't work as it should, when we're forced to give up what we have done all our lives, when our mind isn't as sharp as it was, when we need people to care for the very basics of our life, do you think that we don't need to remind ourselves of the importance of these seven qualities? Peter himself at this place in his life is facing the end of, of his time on earth. In verse 14, he says this, Since I know that the putting off of my body will be soon, as our Lord Jesus made it clear to me. God had shown him that his time was rapidly approaching. But this, however, for Peter, was not a reason to stop fighting and adding to his faith and reminding believers. And Peter felt so strongly about that, that he chose to dedicate the rest of his life to reminding believers to build onto their faith the qualities of goodness, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, brotherly kindness, and love. Peter was going out fighting and reminding believers. He was going to finish the race with this hammer in his hand. He, he was going to, never going to stop adding to his faith or challenging believers, brothers and sisters in Christ, to do likewise. 
Now we've seen that it was Peter's desire to challenge believers to add to their faith for as long as he lived in his body. But notice, however, that that was not the end of Peter's desire. Notice another commitment that Peter makes in verse 15. And I will make every effort, says Peter, so that after my departure, you may be able at any time to recall these things. Peter makes a commitment to make every effort to leave something behind that would continue after his death to remind believers of the importance of building these qualities into their faith. He wanted to leave behind a record they could consult to remind themselves to add to their faith. Now, I've often been blessed by the ministry of Andrew Murray, the South African pastor and, and missionary. In fact, I pray for the work of Andrew Murray, his books, his devotionals, to continue being a blessing to God's people today. And that's possible because he's left a legacy of books behind that we can still read and still be blessed. And the lives of great saints of God continue to speak even in our day. Moses, David, Jeremiah, Isaiah, Haggai, and the apostles challenge us through their recorded word. And God continues to speak through them. Their words have pointed many to the Lord Jesus. Their words have been a comfort and support in times of need. And the impact of their lives are still felt. In Peter's two short letters continue to speak in our day, challenging men and women across this globe worldwide to build into their faith in Jesus Christ these seven qualities that Peter mentions. It was Peter's ambition to leave behind a record that would continue to speak in his absence. And God granted that request. And we're examining it right now and, and benefiting from what Peter has to say about these qualities that we are to build into our faith. Now, before we complete this message, let's just take a moment to reflect more deeply on Peter's words here in verse 15 when he says, I will make every effort so that after my departure, you may be able at any time to recall these things. Notice what he says first. I will make every effort. Peter has an ambition in life, and that ambition is going to require effort on his part. And he's committed to make that effort, so it costs him his time and his energy. Now, for over 30 years, I've sat down four or five mornings a week to write. And while this is something that I love to do, there's certainly been times when I've become tired and weary of it. I can sometimes tell, in fact, when I'm revising my material for publishing, how I was feeling at the time when, when I was writing. And there are certain chapters I wonder if I was actually awake when I wrote. Yet for over 30 years, the Lord has given me one book after another to write. And there's an effort involved in what the Lord has called me to do. And I'm not alone in this. 
Because all around the world, there are those who, who repeat the words of Peter, I will make every effort. I will persevere. I will exercise self-control. I will demonstrate brotherly affection and love. I will live in goodness and godliness. I will never stop growing in my knowledge of him and his ways. I will make every effort, Peter tells us. He expects nothing less from us today. Don't let your Christian life slip by without making every effort. Don't put your calling and gifts on the shelf. Make every effort to use them for the glory of Christ. Don't go through life without adding to the faith that you have received. Make every effort. It will cost you your time, your energy, and your resources, but make the effort. Consider also the words of Peter in verse 15, so that after my departure, you may be able at any time to recall these things. Now, the question we ask ourselves is this, what are people going to recall after our departure? Your impact on future generations, of course, will not always be through books and podcasts and all kinds of things of that nature. As a pastor, my work in the church will have an impact on people's lives even after I'm gone. As, as parents, my, my life or our lives will impact our children for, for generations to come. Now, a dog's sense of smell has been something that has always amazed me. They smell the ground we walk on, and they can trace the route that we've taken. They smell the odor we, we leave behind, even when we're, we're long gone. But isn't that the way it is in life? Even when we've passed by, we leave something of ourselves behind. Our impact and influence, our sacrifices and efforts all make a difference. This world will not be the same because we were in it, whether that be for good or whether that be for bad. The question, however, is what will that impact be? Will it be the impact of a devoted single mother to her children? Will it be the impact of a spirit-filled and joyous life plagued by cancer? Will it be the impact of many acts of compassion and kindness in a community? Will it be the impact of, uh, of godly wisdom? The aroma of your life and my life will continue long after we're gone. It will impact our children and our friends, and it will touch those we touch. You'll remember the impact of that Sunday school teacher for years to come. You'll find inspiration in the life of that saint who went before you through similar circumstances. And Peter's commitment was to make every effort so that after his departure, the truth he sought to live and teach would be recalled. And may God give to us today the grace to live in such a way that generations to come will be impacted by the truth and the life we live.